0: Welcome to Button Mash, the show and mash all your video game content for the week for you to listen to at the press of a single button. My name is Roger, and with me, for the second week in a row, Chris is away on his honeymoon, so I've got someone else to fill in his shoes while he's away, but uh, it's a great person to, to do so. So I've got Pat from the Aussie Gamers Experience podcast with me. Hello, Pat. Good
1: morning, Roger. How
0: are you, mate? I'm um, good, mate. I'm very excited to have you on this week. As I was telling you before we started recording, there, uh, uh, I've been listening to your podcast, and uh, yes, I'm very pumped to to do an episode with you. It's it's an honour to have you on, mate.
1: Uh, thanks very much, mate. Honour to be
0: beautiful mate so uh we're going to run the show the way we always do which is uh, i'm going to run through a couple of the um the the latest news topics that we've got there in the gaming world and then we're going to talk about uh, a bit about the the games that we've been playing this week uh, but before we do that i want to do a little bit of an introduction uh, about you pat i want to i want mm-hmm. the listeners to know a little bit more about you so tell us a little bit about you and uh your your podcast please
1: oh no worries mate okay so uh I'm the, the host for the Aussie Gummers Experience podcast. We have been around since 2012. Wow. So, ticking along for a little while now. Uh, just prior to Christmas, I think it was episode 284 that uh, that we finalised. So, I've been doing that for a little while. We are pretty active across all the social media. And, yeah, generally just sort of bring news reviews gaming everything to to everyone that wants to have a look at it really
0: and have a bit of fun with it that's awesome man i didn't realize you guys had been uh been doing this for 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 that long that's that's amazing and you yeah still pushing through yeah, we, so it's still having fun yeah, with yeah. it so yeah well that that's the main thing mate
1: we're all sort of uh a little bit older than a lot of people that are doing uh podcasts and whatnot but mm-hmm. that's part of you know, doing it for so long, <laughs> and uh, we we sort of we, we put a bit of a different spin on it, yep. and we're we're more excited about you know the experience that we get from gaming, whether it be our social experience, the fun when when you're playing a, a single player game and something you get drawn into, especially after a long day of work, mm-hmm. and just just a different way to look at things, I suppose. But uh, yeah, we've had a, a couple of name changes throughout as we've evolved and yep. and grown. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun and looking forward to a big 2020, actually.
0: Yeah, very good to hear, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to see what you guys do there. Uh, but tell the people where they can find uh, the Aussie Gamers Experience podcast. We are everywhere, we're on
1: Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, or whatever they call that now. Uh, everything what the other ones are oh, you are oh, you spotify so that's, that's yeah spotify. yeah yeah no i'll do, do the same but and then people tell me oh can i find small, on
0: we're there we're across
1: it's... everything yeah so uh yeah all, all your favorite podcast catches you can find us on
0: there you just got to look for the aussie gamers experience beautiful mate beautiful make sure you give these guys a listen they are amazing let's uh let's let's start the show we always do with uh, a little bit of news there so we had CES on uh, this this past week. Uh, a couple of goodies coming out of there. Um, uh, did you? Th- there was one thing that gave me a bit of a giggle. Where they did this whole show and and revealed the, um, the logo for the PlayStation 5 I don't, I <laughs> no.
1: Don't start on that. No, <laughs> <Sorry>. I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll admit. Okay, I, I'm a bit of a PlayStation fanboy. I that's that's my primary console. I started with the PlayStation back in the, you know, the mid to late nineties. Yep. And so that's, that's always been my go-to and I was pumped and I was out with the family mm-hmm. and, and a couple of friends and it got to 12 o'clock and I'm looking and I'm like, nah, I'll just put it aside. I won't bother watching it. <laughs> and, you know, so I'm out and chatting away and, you know, the, the family friends that we were with, uh, one of them, he's a gamer as well yep. and a bit of a PlayStation fan. And we're talking about it later on. I'm like, oh, now I think it was about two or three o'clock. Oh, I'll jump on and see what they released. Hopefully, we've got an image or something of the PS5. As, so, yeah, you've released the logo. <laughs> really? <laughs> of everything we could have found out, we already knew what the logo was going to be. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I just sort of. It's one of those moments where you look at it, put your head on the desk and pray for humanity.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I, I had pretty much the same reaction. I was like, yes, oh my God, we're going to get some more info. And uh, oh, wait, you just uh, slightly modified the PlayStation 4 logo. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, team. Good job. I wonder how much money that would have cost um, to have this show on uh, just the for that. did it. <laughs> god would have cost the uh, the company quite a bit of money i imagine but uh yeah <laughs> uh, the other the other big thing uh, to come out of ces uh, that caught my eye a little bit was the alienware ufo uh, which is a bit of a prototype uh, released uh, by alienware during the show um, and it basically looks like a, a nintendo switch essentially you've got the main hub uh, which has your screen on it of course um and it's got two detachable uh controllers that you can slide on and off um and you can also uh, attach them to to some sort of um yeah just a, like the the Nintendo Switch one where it makes it the, the one controller and you can use it as like remotely to to play games on there but it plays PC games. Hmm. what did you yeah. think of that?
1: A bit of a uh bit of a a goliath of things really right it's kind of the nintendo switch on steroids yeah which really anything alienware does is pretty much on steroids anyway (laughs) very true yeah uh i'm interested uh i'll be honest mate it's it's never gonna grace my presence but uh it's it's a good bit of kit from what i've seen
0: yeah, it's looking like... Uh, obviously, it's not as powerful as uh, a, a good gaming PC. It is a portable device, but it does mm. let you uh, play games. So, so, it's got a 12, uh, 1200p display uh, on on that uh, machine there. I, I wonder what the, mm. the battery life would be on that thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, it does let you play games. So, it looks like it's running... Just a normal Windows um, firmware there, and uh, it looks like it's using Steam as well. From from we from some of the videos there, that they were playing um, Rocket League, and it looks like it's uh, yeah, it's got the the Steam boot up, and which would be amazing. I mean, I imagine it would cost you an arm and a leg to own. I think for dev- it it goes into production, uh, but essentially, it's all your all your games that you can play on um, on PC on Steam that you can play outside in how the wild what's that sorry how hot do you think a- get? hot that's a good question there's very
1: much room in there for uh <laughs> airflow or or a fan
0: yeah 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 true i'm interested to yeah maybe look into it a bit more because i i imagine the the machine that was at the show would have got quite a bit of use out of it um during the, the expo there. So I wonder if there would be anything about it getting hot in players' hands. Now, I don't know if they were holding the actual hub unit. though. I imagine they would be just holding a controller. Um, Not too sure. We'd have to What's look this? into that one. Yeah. That, that's a good question, though, because you, you'd think something like that, something as beefy as uh, yeah, doing what it's doing there, probably would get quite a bit of heat.
1: <laughs> the and especially a twelve hundred page play as well, that's mm. that generate enough warmth in itself.
0: Yeah, the, yeah,
1: the yeah. Thing that am, the thing that amazes me was something you've got written down here. It's only 900 grams.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's incredible.
1: It, it looks to be massive. Yep. Unless everyone every picture that I've seen's been <laughs> done with a midget. So <laughs> it, it looks to be a fairly big you, you know, like a, a, a fairly big control control or unit in itself.
0: Yeah, it does. It it definitely from yeah, like you say, it's, unless it's someone with with tiny hands, it does yeah. look pretty big. I don't have the dimensions yeah. of the actual screen there, the the actual device, but um, I'd imagine it's uh, yeah, definitely bigger than um the the switch there, which um mm. I think would make it a little bit more comfortable as well. I guess because uh, that's one of the main complaints with the Joy Cons is that. Um, they are tiny controllers now looking at it. it yeah, I don't know, if it, but uh, the, the people who have tried it have said, have said that it does feel more comfortable, a little bit more hefty yeah. than a switch, but uh, still very comfortable. No, well, it's, it's generated
1: a lot of interest, uh, in um, my Twitter feed and whatnot. There's, there's a lot of people that I follow and that I'm mates with throughout the industry that are very excited for it. So, be good to see where it comes where where it uh comes to
0: yeah definitely i'm i'm, I'm definitely yeah uh, i'll be interested in in that one with uh yeah the potential that it has man like um all these games that you're playing on your steam library things like maybe you go oh you know that Typical Steam library thing of buying games when they're on special during the Steam sales and then not playing them. (laughs) none none of us have ever done that. (laughs) Of course not. Of course not. Uh, But yeah, definitely. Yeah, hoping we see a little bit more about it. Hopefully uh, something comes out of it and then it goes into production. And uh, definitely keeping an eye out on that one. So after that, we also had a Nintendo Direct solely focusing on uh, pokemon so i did ask you because i felt bad i didn't want to talk to to you about pokemon and just have you fall asleep while i'm talking about it because i can talk about pokemon forever um and Mate, you me- go on
1: i'm very uh oh, i wouldn't say i'm interested in pokemon i i kind of missed pokemon yep you know i was when pokemon come out i was on to the next thing already you know the the next sort of age bracket where I was doing other things, but yeah, the amount of passion that there is for Pokemon, it's it's always amazing to hear people talk about it. So please go nuts!
0: Oh oh, I will, I will. I was just going <laughs> to say it wasn't going to stop me, <laughs> but <Yeah>. I thought <laughs> Good. I, I thought I'd give you the courtesy of uh, actually asking you anyway. <laughs> but uh, basically, we they, they started the direct with um, an announcement. Doing another one of those uh, remakes of their old games. So this time, the last one was uh, the the Zelda game, uh, Link's Awakening, and this time it's uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. That's quite a mouthful. I had to every time I, I needed to write it down somewhere, I'd be like, I need to look it up, make sure I get the name right because that's way too many words for one game title. So, so it's an old, uh, uh, an old game that came out on the Game Boy Advance and Nintendo DS. Uh, a little bit different to uh, the traditional Pokemon games. It's uh, kind of a top-down. Uh, I wouldn't even call it a, a dungeon crawler, as such, but it's kind of it's kind of turn-based. So it's top-down view. And you move down uh, on a, kind of a grid. But every time you move, your enemies can move as well. So you're basically running through a dungeon as a Pokemon. So the kind of premise is uh, it's quite, you know, kind of a kiddie game. You're basically a human being uh, who somehow wakes up uh, in the body of a Pokemon. So ask asks you a little, uh, little quiz at the start of the game. And then it figures out what Pokemon you would be. If you don't agree with the outcome, you can change um, between different Pokemon there. And then you go in, you choose a little companion, and they talk to each other because they're Pokemon. Uh, So there's a bit of dialogue there. But essentially, yeah, so so another Pokemon comes by and goes, Hey, my kid is stuck in this uh, dungeon thing. I need help. And then you go in with your companion, and uh, yeah, essentially you're moving through a little maze, the dungeon, and there's enemies there. So when you move uh, to an enemy, you can just do a simple attack, that sort of thing. Uh, it's very basic, very sort of, not not too challenging or anything. Um, they did release a demo right after the, uh, the presentation as well um, for a, a full release uh, on the 6th of March this year. Um, I did play the demo, which uh, I might talk a little bit more about uh, when we get to that uh, that segment of the show there. But uh, the art style is looking pretty good. Did you did you have a, a look at it at all? No. No. Yeah, that's fair enough, man. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. What's, what's, the de- what's the demo?
1: What's the demo on?
0: It's it's on the Switch, so you can get it on, on the, the Switch. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's on the on the store. It's uh, it was quite small. I didn't look at the ex- the actual size of it, but. It, I know that it downloaded pretty quickly, so it couldn't have been that big. Um, I don't. I don't even think I. I got close to the end of the, the demo. I didn't even finish the whole thing yet, but uh, it's a good kind of chill game, I guess. Doesn't require too much of your attention, which is good. Um, yeah, it looks very cute. That uh, it's got that sort of um, pastel kind of art style. I think it was one of the maybe one of the Yoshi games that did something of the sort. Um, but it yeah, it's very sort of artsy looking. Uh, it looks very cute, very cute. Yeah, um, and then the the rest of the PlayStation, the, the rest of the PlayStation. What? What am I even talking about? The rest of the presentation is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> mm. <laughs> In a bit of pull matter. <laughs> uh, they're focused on uh, basically. The Pokemon Sword and Shield games are getting expansions. They're releasing an expansion pass, which is, uh, as far as I know, a first in the Pokemon mainline series. So, Pokemon is getting DLC. So, we had people sort of poke fun at it. Yep. Yeah. So go on. Yeah, everyone's going Pokemon Battle Pass. So. Yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I mean... Brilliant. Yeah. I had another one where uh, so it's a company who makes those Pokemon games called Game Freak Um, you had people go uh, change the, the logo to Game FR and then the EA logo in the, the Freak <laughs> <laughs> because it's releasing uh, a season pass that's really just setting yourself up for it isn't it <laughs> Pretty much, pretty much, but it's uh, it is Nintendo we're talking about, and uh, let's be honest, they pretty yeah. much do what they want. And they're not really in touch with uh, what goes on uh, <laughs> around the world, so yeah, they do what
1: they want and get away with it.
0: Exactly right, it. exactly right. But I mean, uh, looking at it, it's um, with with the Pokemon games, it's basically been, hey, we have these two versions of the game. They're just slightly different to each other, basically. The only difference is um, there are some Pokemon that you can catch in one that you can't catch in the other. And the legendary Pokemon that you catch at the end is different um, compared to the other version as well. Um, And then you've had times where a few months later, maybe a year later, they release uh, another game, a full price game, which is set in the same region as the previous one, which is essentially a third version of the same game. Right, and no one's really complained about it in the past, as far as I know, and no one's definitely you know made a fuss about it. So, this time, what they're doing is which I think is is better than doing what I've just described it's basically additional content for the game that you already own, so it's a different region. Uh, You can move, use the same uh, save file that you had in Sword and Shield. So you bring all the Pokemon that you had. Um, So they talked about two different expansions that are going to come out. The first one called the Isle of Armour, which is set to come out in June this year. Um, Essentially, you're on an island, as the name suggests. Um, And there's a a bit of a storyline to it as well. Um and some exclusive Pokemon that you can catch in there, that sort of thing. They're adding two hundred additional Pokemon, uh, which weren't uh, previously available in the game. But they're—I don't know if you heard there, there was a a, a big fuffle about um them not releasing uh, some of the the original Pokemon. Everyone yes. was complaining about it. Yeah, so. Um now this is where it can get a little bit uh <laughs> a little bit tricky there because basically they're they're releasing two hundred of those older Pokemon that people were complaining about. Now, is it a case of they're trying to fix their mistake or did they have this planned all along <laughs> and they basically wanted a bit of a carrot at the end of the stick for people to buy the <laughs> expansion pack? <laughs> right now we all know which way that yeah Yeah, but i mean like the the thing is if it was just that and that was the main focus of the expansion packs i'd be like you know what fuck you guys you guys have screwed everyone over kind of thing right but this is like a full-on expansion you're getting a new region new pokemon um uh yeah new 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 companions that sort of thing um and on top of that Hey, in that region, there's uh 200 Pokemon that you couldn't catch before. And yes, they're the older Pokemon that you, you wanted. And they also have uh different evolutions as well. So it's not just um those old Pokemon, right? So a little bit of uh, a spin on it. So um, I'm definitely excited for it. The other one that they've announced is called the Crown of Tundra, which comes out a bit later on. It says Autumn 2020 and uh, you've got exclusive legendaries in there and a new mode uh which is exclusive to the Crown Tundra uh the sorry the yeah the the tundra expansion uh which is basically kind of a dungeon crawl thing where you can play with your friends you go in with your friends and you get the chance to catch uh, some legendary Pokemon that couldn't previously be caught in the versions of those games, so Sword and Shield. Um, being a Pokemon fan, mate, I can tell you, I was I was very excited. I was very very excited. They didn't show too much of the actual gameplay, but uh, they showed sort of concepts of um, the like I said that there's there's the, a the bit of a spin on on the ex- the existing Pokemon um, and basically. Essentially, just just to in in a nutshell, the the big thing in the new games is um, your Pokemon can grow in size, so they become they become humongous uh, and uh, basically their attack moves are more powerful, that sort of thing, and that's called uh, gigantamaxing, right? And then some Pokemon change form when they do that, so they look different, but most of them just look the same, just larger, right? Um, so in these expansions, those legendary Pokémon will have those different uh, versions of them as well. So they'll look different as they go uh, in their Gigantamax forms, and some of them look pretty cool. So very excited for that. Um, I'll I haven't had a look at the the prices yet, um, but uh, knowing Nintendo, it's probably gonna Require me to sell a kidney or something, but um, <laughs> <laughs> as the listeners of the show know, if you put a Pokemon sticker on it, I will throw my money at it. So, yeah, I am part of the problem.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> but, all right. The entire time you were talking about the the different Pokemon and what happens, I was trying to visualize what you were meaning. Yep. Via Detective Pikachu. So, that's a, that's about my level of Pokemon knowledge. Between that and you know my uh, what what my daughter's brought home from school, like as a trading card game or yeah or something. That's that's about my limit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mate, it's it sounds good. You're you're excited. That's that's good. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll, I'll let it fly past, but. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Oh, it's it's good. It's good that they've got a, a bit of a plan to to bring it yeah. up. And you know, I I saw. I've I've got a younger brother who was very much into Pokemon and and whatnot, and a few people that that I know and that we do stuff with um, with the podcast and and the group as a whole. They're all big Pokemon fans, so I'm surrounded
0: by it. Mm-hmm.
1: I just personally don't get it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's fair <laughs> enough. I know plenty of people like that where it's like, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're they're part of a group who uh, yeah loves Pokemon, yeah. but it just completely flew past them, and they, yeah, they just missed the boat. And I guess if you if you did miss that boat, it's very hard to get involved yeah. in it later on. Which yeah, I completely understand. I, I've been into uh, Pokemon since my childhood, um, so mm. I guess yeah, there's definitely that nostalgia that's playing in there. Oh, I'm um, I'm well aware of the nostalgia yeah. <laughs> behind it, and that, that was one of the
1: big things that I saw when. There was so many people up in arms about the, some of the the original that that weren't in it, mm-hmm. and that that's just that's playing with fire, really. Yeah. When you release something and you don't have, you know, that core nostalgia section of it, mm-hmm. that's like releasing a Mario game without a mustache. Like it's just, it's not going to work.
0: Yeah, but yeah.
1: Every, every everyone's excited for it. They're they're coming out and they're. You know, got this next big next big part of it. So that's just Nintendo yeah. being Nintendo, I guess, and everyone being excited, which is good.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. The the thing is, so so it wasn't you know every original Pokemon was missing. You still had some of them in there, but yeah, yeah the, it was a the big, big chunk of it. Oh it? yeah, massive chunk. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but he, he, the the thing as well, so you have people complaining about that sort of thing. Um Nintendo still did. What they were going to do and uh, went along with their original plan, um, and it became the best-selling Switch game of all time. <laughs> so it's yeah. like uh, yeah. it's not helping. <laughs> <But> <laughs> 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 so yeah, they're probably going to keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. Yep. All righty. Well, let's uh, let's move on to something. where you have a oh, little bit before more. Before we do, yeah, did you, yeah. Did you
1: cover the Pokemon Home?
0: Oh yes, so Pokemon Home will be it's uh they had uh, I think they called it the Pokemon Bank or something like that back uh, back in the the 3DS days, which is basically uh a cloud save for your for your Pokemon essentially. And uh oh, okay. yeah, so that's coming out next month. Um I think the the Bank one uh closed down maybe I think it did close down. I'm not entirely sure just yet. But essentially what you could do is uh, bring your Pokemon from the older versions uh, into the Pokemon Bank. And then you could upload them into your more recent version of the game. So you have all your little friends that you had in the older games uh, that you can play with into new versions. Um, So this is an updated version of that where... um, uh they, they haven't released the details of the the extent of it and as far as i can see it's going to be pokemon from the pokemon let's go games uh which came out uh, last year uh that you can upload to that and then bring into your sword and shield uh versions so yeah that's that's essentially what what it's going to be just a um a cloud save of uh, your pokemon from another from other versions that you can yeah bring back and forth into different versions of the game which is yeah it's it's pretty cool for sure and I'm, I'm most likely uh, am going to be using that um the pokemon bank did cost money um it wasn't much i think it was like something like six or seven dollars for the entire year or something like that um, Okay. Yep. yeah with pokemon home um there hasn't been any talk about uh, any sort of Pricing, But uh, now that you have um, the online subscription for Nintendo, I don't know if it's going to be part of that and you have to be signed up for it to be able to use it, that kind of thing. Um, I imagine that's what it would be. I'm hoping that's what it would be because uh, I already have the online subscription. So, <laughs> Yeah, nothing about that just yet. But yeah, definitely a good idea to bring that up. Thank you very much, Pat. <laughs> no, no worries, right? It
1: just, yeah, it went i was uh I was a big user of PlayStation home back in the day, which was an online
0: ah uh, yes which
1: which was like an online community sort of center where you could you know chat to people yeah so being this called Pokemon home, I thought it was something similar
0: ah right 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 no yeah. that was like oh, I did play a bit of that too with uh, with my co-host chris actually uh we used to do the um the airplane races, that sort of thing. <laughs> that was good fun. That game. It was like kind of the um, Sims Online.
1: Yeah, yeah, all the weird and wonderful stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. It didn't last very long, did it?
1: No, no <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Well, that was
0: someone was trying to revive it not long ago, but oh, okay. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. It didn't uh, get the attention that they wanted. I think. Mm. Mate, rest in peace. All oh, right, but it's, uh, staying on the topic of PlayStation there, you did bring up a topic uh, which sounded very interesting to me there, which is uh, PS Plus Plays. What a yeah, name. You so say that 10 times fast. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. okey so so i so- Go on, this
1: sorry. I got this information through last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially what it is is every month PlayStation Australia is going to come out with an online in-game challenge. So... I don't know what any of them are yet. Uh-huh. Uh, the first one's being released uh, tomorrow, which is the 13th. Uh-huh. And the first one is for Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which is right up my alley because I'm playing a stupid amount of that at the moment. So that's always good. Uh-huh. Uh, pretty much what I've, all the information, there's, there's not a whole lot that I've been able to dig into just yet. But for you to take on the challenge, players simply load up the featured title for the month capture their attempt at the challenge and share it to Twitter. Okay. So unfortunately we don't know what the challenge is. We've got the first three challenges of the year. So for January, it's Call of Duty Modern Warfare. February, it's um, FIFA 20. And March will be Rainbow Six Siege. So whatever the challenges are, you can get awesome Money Can't Buy prizes, apparently. Don't know what they are yet either. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, a bit of information around for it, just as a uh, a sort of added bonus
0: hmm. for your your PlayStation Plus subscription. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's basically that that's that's essentially all the information you have so far, right? So we yeah, don't, there's so...
1: there's very very little about it. Like I said, I only got it through last night. At, yeah. Through, and uh, it's just that it's a way to show off your online skills it's a, okay. a monthly competition to do it and it's just a another thing to have a bit of fun with I think
0: yeah yeah of course so we don't know if it's a, a sort of um if you complete the challenge you get the prize or is it something like the top three people or something get the prize or, yeah, or we don't I'm know Not 100% sure yet. yeah okay yeah I'm interested I'll, I'll find out hopefully that's going to bring me back into <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare because I definitely haven't played enough of it <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that sounds very interesting. Oh, yeah, I wonder what it's going to be. I, I thought it would be more of a like a competition kind of thing, but it sounds like, well, be... that's
1: that's essentially what it is. It's a, a competition challenge, yeah. So, you've got to use you when you when you post your your attempt to Twitter, yeah, you've got the hashtag PS Plus Plays, yeah, and from there, I assume they'd be you know picking. Mm, mm-hmm. Whatever, whoever's they like the most, and, and going forward with that,
0: right? Uh,
1: yeah, there's there's not much information just yet.
0: Yeah, I'm intrigued. Yeah, for we'll sure. Find out,
1: find out more
0: very shortly. Not long now. Not long. And uh, another perfect segue done by yourself. There. Let's uh, <laughs> move to the games we've been playing this week. I'm, uh, we're I'm gonna, gonna s- take these segues across to my own show. <laughs> It's 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 always like that, isn't it? (laughs) You're just like, oh shit, what am I doing on my own? What are we doing again? It's It's always it's always the case, yeah. But we'll move on (laughs) to to the games we've been playing this week, and we'll start with you there, Pat. So uh, the first game we have in your list is Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Call of
1: Duty: Modern Warfare. Wow, I have not been. Taken by Call of Duty in a long time, probably, probably since the original Modern Warfare. Oh wow! Two. Okay. Uh, I haven't bought Call of Duty for probably three or four years. Yep. And this one, I think last night I went over sixty odd hours of multiplayer.
0: Jesus!
1: Wow! Uh, I'm now level one twenty six. Yep uh and yeah I, I could play it each and every day all day i don't know why i just i've been really sucked into it it is it is such a well made game and such a good experience it kind of it takes away all of the the stuff that you had in black ops like a lot of the, the jumping and wall crawling and future tech and all that Yep. and brought it back to boots on the ground. It slowed it down a bit. It gave it that original One Warfare sort of feel. Mm-hmm. The, the maps that they're adding for free, the modes that they're adding for free, it just it just keeps on giving. And it has consumed so much of my life, I have barely played anything else.
0: Wow. Okay, right. How do you find... Um, so did, you, did you get a day one since release? Yes. Yeah. How are you finding?
1: I, I picked picked it up day one. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's only been out of the console once.
0: Yeah. Right. How are you finding the the competition when when you're playing online? Do you do you get the do you experience the rage that most people are experiencing when playing Call of Duty? Is on a... <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, mm,
0: including uh, myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: I, I'm I am competitive. Yep, uh, I, I do have a competitive streak. The the rage though it it comes and goes. Okay, you know there's there's a few people. It's quite funny when you when, when you're in a chat when, when you're in just game chat, for instance. And gen, generally, there's probably at least two of us playing together. I play more. On, I play on my own more so than a few of the other guys that I play with. Mm-hmm. But there's generally at least two of us. Sometimes as many as five of us in a party together. Mm-hmm. So we're in a chat party together as well, and we don't hear a lot of the game chat that's going on. But because I'm the only one on a PlayStation, everyone else is on Xbox or PC. Right. I've got the game chat in the background as well, and. It's quite amusing listening to the banter more than anything. I haven't... Sorry, I've I've had probably one game that was just woeful in regards to how people were acting towards each other. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it has just been banter. There hasn't been anything overtly aggressive. Yeah. Uh, There's... You you know, you get that... If you kill someone, you get a split second of their microphone coming through. I love that. (laughs) Which oh that is that is, whoever come up with that idea deserves a raise. That is brilliant, absolutely brilliant. The fact that you just you you drop someone and then you get this split second of them swearing and calling you everything under the sun. So great, fantastic. But <laughs> it's it's not overly rage inducing, I think, because it's it's made so well. Okay, it's pretty it's pretty balanced. Yeah. There's there's a few guns that are a bit over the top. Yep. Yeah. Uh, They've they've a lot in though, uh, but unfortunately, mm. the ones that they rained in were the ones that I was using you to be using. a nuisance. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's just that's just me, really. I, I enjoy being a bit of a nuisance. But <laughs> it's 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 good fun. And like I said last last night, I got a bit ragey towards the end mm-hmm. and sort of went, "Yeah, I'm done now." Where Generally I would have gone on for a bit longer, but I just went, no, nah, I'm done. I've got to switch it off. Okay. But yeah, I I have a lot of fun with it, mate. And awesome. it's it's good. It it feels good. It moves good. It looks good. It sounds absolutely phenomenal. The, oh, the sound in it is brilliant. Incredible. And it's uh the only thing is is that I think it's cooking my PS4 Pro. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I because feel
0: that. I feel that. The the fans
1: going. Absolutely ballistic. So, uh-huh. well, I I moved it out to the lounge room. So it's my wife's problem now. <laughs> I, just play it, I, play, I play it remotely in the office.
0: Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs>
1: I have got it. Uh, I've got my PC hardwired to the other end of the house. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I just I remote play it, and this is where I, I stream from my PC. Yeah. Right. So I I remote play it in here, and yeah, it runs smoothly. Extremely- at the other end of the house, yeah. Oh, that's awesome! Wow. Plus the plus the aircon's down there, so it
0: keeps it a bit cooler. Yeah, yeah, right. Let Let me ask you this. So, um, I've I've played the game a bit when it uh, when it came out. I still own it. I just haven't played it in a few weeks. Um, yep. Chris played quite a lot. I think he's still playing it quite a bit. I think he's um just a few levels above you, actually. Uh, but mm-hmm. he's into it. Like he's bought the battle pass. He, yeah, he does all his challenges and all that. So, yeah. Um. So we've we've had a rule with Call of Duty for quite a while. We also play on PlayStation, by the way. Um. Mm-hmm. So basically, our rule is you don't play Call of Duty after midnight. Okay, because all yeah, the yep. people at your level will be going to bed and you have all the yep. intense pro players playing after midnight <laughs> 100%. Do you agree 100%. with that? Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. You you can actually sit like as as the night goes on, the later the night gets, yep. the more sweaties there are. Yeah.
0: Okay. And
1: it's it's very intense. I'm and glad it's not just uh, just us. Yeah. <laughs> no. 100%. I I don't have that rule, but uh, I probably should have that rule. Because that's uh, generally after midnight's when I start raging.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's literally what we found uh oh, I can't remember when we, we came up with that rule. We get it's it's become like a tradition between us. We've been getting Call of Duty games since uh I think uh yeah same as you uh well the last one you bought before this when you stopped playing, I think you said Call of Duty four. Uh um, Yep, so uh, or Mon- modern warfare two. Which is okay. technically, I think, five. But yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, we started playing at Call of Duty 4 and we've bought every single one of them since every year. And yep. uh, we're well, basically, we'll t- take the day off work if, uh, I mean, lately it's been a bit harder. <laughs> but we we'll would take the day off and just uh, play all night, play all day when it comes out. And, uh, yeah, we're still doing that. But yeah, I think uh, a few years ago we came up with that rule <laughs> where it just becomes impossible to play after midnight. So. Um, and Chris is Chris is pretty good at the game at uh, uh, I think I, I have to say um, he probably won't agree with me so it's good that he's not here to to argue with me. Um, I'm not <laughs> at, quite at his level but we try to play together and uh, I mean I, I probably with age and not playing as much, uh, I'm not as good as I used to be. So I'm even worse now. <laughs> so with this one, it's been um, an interesting experience where I was excited to play the game. I started playing the game. I was like, it feels great. It sounds great. Um, the weapons are great, but uh, you have so many people who are so much better than me. And uh, I have experienced quite a bit of the rage <laughs> Then. Uh, I I end up thinking, you know, I'm playing a game to, you know, relax after a long day at work, that kind of thing, and it's not what I want to be feeling while playing a game. Um, so I've kind of put it down. That's when I switched to The Elder Scrolls Online, which is has mm-hmm. been my main game for maybe a couple of months now, where it's just PVE, don't have to worry about other players, and just relax. So, nice. but um, yeah, but I mean, hearing you talk about it, and I know a lot of people are enjoying Call of Duty, uh, Modern Warfare quite a bit. I've been wanting to go back in. Um, I haven't tried the new maps yet. So, uh, the the new maps
1: are good because, yeah. well, technically they're old maps. Yep. Yep. You know, uh, shipment is still an absolute shit fight. That's <laughs> just. <laughs> I my my first game last night was on shipment, and it lasted. I actually recorded it, and it was. Uh, I shouldn't have recorded it because I think I ended up with only three kills and seven deaths or something. But it lasted two minutes and ten seconds.
0: Oh wow!
1: For, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, for, for us to get seventy-five kills, it's just an absolute nightmare. Of a wow! And it's just explosions going. If you can get a, I've I've had a few really good rounds. I think my best round was a. Uh, A 28 and 6 on on shipment Mm -hmm. and that i i don't know how i did that it just (laughs) it worked (laughs) and it was um you know that that's good but then you've also got uh crash which is the one with the helicopter right in the middle yep Yep. and it's just some some of those old maps that you play they they sort of not not only do they take you back but the first time I played Crash, it was it was like I'd never stopped because they've just recreated it so well.
0: Hmm. And
1: yeah, I'm just if they could bring back a couple of the other ones, it'll be it'll be brilliant. But uh if you played them previously, get get on and have a crack at the, the maps that they've dropped in at least.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think I will. See the the problem that I have with that is I wasn't very good at crash to start with. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> So I can't imagine a game where I'm not doing as well as in the previous iterations. In a map that I wasn't doing well in, uh, I don't think it's going to go of, well. But uh, yeah. I,
1: I think a, a lot of the uh, a lot of the praise that I have to give is to my controller, not so much me. Okay, I've got I've got a modified controller that uh, a couple of years ago uh, a company started up in uh, New South Wales called Relentless Controllers. Yep and did some work with them and, and ended up getting a uh, a controller that's modified for uh it was originally for Destiny 2 when it came out mm-hmm. and the division so it's all all for shooters it's got quick fire triggers it's got buttons okay. on the back so i never have to never have to take my hands off the off the sticks to do anything and it's just i i i think that's the it, it takes takes a little bit of my slower reaction time out <laughs>
0: Right. So
1: it's uh yeah it's it's a bit of a cheat, but I I don't deny that that's what I use because that'll that'll at least help me. Otherwise, I probably would have thrown a controller through the TV. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Mm. I've been. I mean, I've been wanting to get something like a, a scuff controller for for quite a while, but um, the amount of money that they charge for those things just I just can't justify it yep um ah but yeah hearing you say that it actually makes a difference i mean there, there was no doubt about <laughs> it anyway but you're just reinforcing that <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> um Ah oh, man maybe maybe i should invest in one of those i'll see how my wife feels about it we're, we're expecting a baby in about three months so let's yeah, go no, maybe it <laughs> I'll just get it now. I'll be like, "Yeah, get it out of the way. It's yeah. not going to happen after that." It's moment. easier to <laughs> ask for,
1: for forgiveness than permission.
0: I just that much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I oh, sorry, me. this just turned up. Yeah, it's for the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, tax deductible for the... <laughs> <laughs> i m-
1: I may have used that excuse once or
0: twice. <laughs> hey, I I would too, one hundred percent. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Oh, awesome. Um, anything else you want to add about Call of Duty before we move on to to the next uh, the next uh, game? There.
1: No i i was I was a sucker as well, and I bought the Battle Pass.
0: Oh, you bought it as well? Yeah. I,
1: I I bought it as well. I won't be buying another one because it just takes up too much of my time. And yeah. And really, as I just I don't have the time to put into it. Yep. To to be at the pinnacle, you know, I'm about sort of I I, I sort of put myself as mid level. Okay. Yep. And. I just, I don't think I'll... The the amount of time that the Battle Pass requires to level up is insane. Right. Absolutely insane. So, yeah, I bought it once.
0: I'm happy with that.
1: I I won't get it again.
0: It's good that that they've set it up so even if you don't have it, you still have the maps, that sort of thing. It's just an extra bonus if you are a player who... Uh, you know, invest invests a lot of time in the game, um you're you're getting your money's worth or the extra money that you've put in there. Hundred <laughs> percent. Well the the extra
1: uh the extra uh gun types, the skins, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're all pretty cool. I'll I'll admit that. There there is some very cool features in the battle pass. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Very good, very good. All righty. Let's move on to the next game. Uh, I'm I'm very excited to hear you talk about uh, Concrete Genie there because uh, I've seen a lot about it in terms of, you know, the presentations we saw at E3, that sort of thing. It looks very pretty. I've heard good things about it, Uh, but I have not played it. So please talk to me about Concrete Genie.
1: Concrete Genie. I started it, played it, finished it, platinum it in wow. two sittings.
0: Okay. And uh, how many because, how many hours would that uh, add up to?
1: Uh probably between, oh, I'd say around the 8 hour
0: mark. Platinum at 8 hours. Yep. Wow. Something like that, yeah. Okay.
1: 8 and I didn't do it because it was was simple and easy to do hmm. even though it is. I did it because I wanted to. It was a really good game, right. and it's it's funny. You can look at it from two different points of view. You can sort of take the, you know, disgruntled teen uh, who's an outcast, thinks that graffitiing everything of his town will make it better. Yep. Or the fact that you've got this magical sort of side to it as well, where it's you know he's th- this town is being overtaken by the darkness. It's had a lot of tragedy which is brought on this supernatural element, which is the darkness thing that they're talking about. But uh, they've had, you know, an oil spill, a shutdown, a hydro plant not working. uh, And this all these problems has forced the town to literally be abandoned. And because this darkness, this supernatural thing started to take over, you as Ash come in and you're being bullied, you find that uh, your paintings can come to life and Mm -hmm. you create a genie, so to speak. You know, this is where these concrete genies are. And this genie then sort of helps you understand to go out into the world and to bring colour and light back to this town and that will drive the darkness away. And you do that by creating other other genies that can do things for you, whether it be a fire genie, a wind genie, or an electricity genie. And they bring all types of uh, color, style that you can paint onto the walls. And you literally go around and tag everything. I suppose (laughs) is a way to put it. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're repainting everything, and you you know the genies can tell you what they want. Mm. And they're kind of this cute little creature that's in its own world, but it also interacts with you and it wants to interact with the world around you. So it'll tell you to paint, you know, a certain scene where it's got uh, a balloon plant and it'll cut the balloon plant off, which starts to float away. It grabs hold of it and floats away to, with it while it's giggling. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's a very unique sort of, Experience and oh, okay. one of the best things was is that I could play it with my kids. Right, you know they they were able to sit there and they you know I controlled it because my 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 two are only young, but okay. they were able to watch it and see the color, yeah, and sort of say, Dad, can you do this? Dad, can you do that? Can you paint this? Can you paint that? I want to paint over there, and just sort of have a bit of interaction with it while playing the game. It was a really good,
0: really good title, actually. Oh okay i think you might have convinced me there i, I was sort of on defence with it um but uh so the the big thing is uh i think we talked about it all week time <laughs> yes <laughs> the fact that you can um experience the game and get the platinum trophy which means you've pretty much done everything there is to do in the game in eight hours that's um yeah, yeah. Sounds pretty good to me and then especially yeah hearing you describe that experience there. That sounds that sounds awesome. Yeah,
1: well that's that's one of the things that I sort of look for now because I do have that limited time and it's it's the experience and the story that I got from it. And that yeah. was was where the fun was. It was just it was just something it's something different, you know. It's not there's there's no violence in it. You know, mm-hmm. you've got this this story of a kid that's bullied and how he overcomes that. And you know what? What he's doing to sort of fix what's essentially his hometown,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and bring it back to life. So it's it's got a good it's a good little story. It's a very unique way to do it. the The controls can be a bit how you're going. Uh, okay. There's a few times where the camera just was just frustratingly annoying, uh-huh. and you do have the option to have either your move control, like with the um oh. with the controller itself. So if you like to, you know, use your motion control in the in the controller you can do that. Or if you're like me, you can turn it off. Yeah. And go straight to tissues and the right stick. Yeah. But uh it's it all works in well. And it's a pretty cool art
0: style as well. Mm, it definitely looks very pretty. I like it. Mm. Awesome. Yeah, I might I might have to give it a try, especially yeah, if it's going to take me eight hours or less. Um, yeah. That sounds pretty I did, good to I me. I did pick it up on sale. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, so it was only like $22 or something, which when you sort of, when, when you roll into the fact that it's, you know, eight hours and you're literally done with it, there's there's more I can do, but there's no need to. Like there's yeah. free painting sections, but, you know, I'll put it in and let the kids do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, that twenty two bucks, twenty twenty to thirty bucks is a good sort of
0: ballpark for it. I think. Oh, okay, it, it's not a full price title anyway, is it? No, no, yeah, okay. I that's think cool. I, I think only at, at
1: full price, it's still only like between forty and fifty dollars.
0: Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, well, I'll definitely have a look into it. Uh, I believe that's a, a PlayStation Four exclusive, isn't it?
1: It is. And there is, if you have VR, there is a VR component to it.
0: Oh, okay. How did I not know that? Yeah, it's... uh, I I don't know what it is yet because... Okay.
1: Yeah, I haven't moved the VR out into the lounge room with the the PlayStation, so that's still Mm -hmm. sitting in
0: here. Okay. uh, I'll I'll give it a crack at some stage. Yeah, I need a reason to put my headset back on. I haven't used it in... (laughs) Way too long. <laughs> I think since uh, Blood and Truth came out, just like oh well, that that was a good title last year. with yeah yeah yeah. Um, when did that come out? I think it was around mid last year. So it's yeah, definitely it, been a while. I need to definitely need to put the headset back on.
1: <laughs> yep. I reckon it'll work well with the with the headset as well. Just with the the art style, you know, it's. It yeah, kind of feels yeah. hand-painted. Yeah. It's not, but it's kind of got that feel to it where it's not really sharp edges. Mm-hmm. So the the downgrading that you get from the VR won't really affect it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I I think it'll work well with VR. Awesome. But, uh, I'll, I
0: I'll hope, try it. For yeah, I hope it's not like a, a separate mode or something and just like something tacked yes. on. Um. Yeah. Wait, are you saying yes as in it is? Yeah, it is it is a separate mode. You don't have oh, okay. game in it. Oh right, 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 okay. It's a, it's
1: a separate mode, so it's uh, yeah, there's a there's an option where you can actually pick the VR. The trophies are separate. I think there's three or four trophies that are VR only. Uh, which is in a separate section so you can still get the platinum. And uh,
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, like I said, I don't I don't know exactly what it is yet,
0: but mm-hmm. I'll I'll find out eventually. Okay. Very good, very good all righty let's uh let's talk a little bit about death stranding i think you are the first guest that we've had on who's played death stranding really fairly certain yeah i mean i've heard a lot about about it by now actually i'm thinking now that it might be a lie have you played death Stranding? i have not death stranding is just it seems like too much for me i just feel like the scope of it would be mm-hmm. too much for me to handle. Um, again, bringing up that that uh, ongoing theme of limited time in the day. Yep. Um, yep. I feel like I wouldn't get my money's worth. I probably wouldn't finish the game. So I thought I'd hold off for a bit. Okay.
1: Uh, I've I've said this on on my show a few times, our show I should say a few times. Death Stranding is one of the best games that I have ever played. Wow. But I cannot tell you why. I cannot explain it. I, I I just... It is such a hard game to explain why I could not put it down. I wanted to finish it. I wanted to know what the story was. I have, I have finished it, and I have finished it very well, but I'm still going back to play
0: it to plug through to get the Platinum. Wow. Okay. I did not expect that.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's uh, last year... It was my number two for the game of the year.
0: Jeez, okay. Uh, it's the
1: it's this. This is what I mean. It is so hard to describe, and it's to to someone that hasn't played it. Mm-hmm. It's it's very hard to recommend as well mm-hmm. because it is so different from everything out there. And essentially, a lot of people that took the narrow-minded approach to say it is just an Uber Eats uh, simulator—they're mm-hmm. they're pretty close, you know. It's, okay, it, it can it can be very much looked at like that, mm-hmm. but it can also be looked at as, as this this massive scope with a lot of political bits about it, a a very big warning in regards to climate change and you know the things that are that are happening in the environmental world and what the human race can do to whether you know save itself or destroy itself Uh and it just takes this this narrative on it and all this stuff is happening while you've got packages on your back and you're walking through the tundra it's 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 weird but i can't get enough of it
0: wow Okay, that's that's very high praise.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> the <laughs> the the story itself and how the story unfolds and and how it finishes. Like you have you have a look at the the trophy list, and you've got, I think, fourteen different acts, and after the third act. Uh-huh. You know, where you sort of got your, you know, common, rare, ultra rare, all that sort of stuff of of how many people have got the trophy. Mm-hmm. After the third act, it drops off significantly. Like people, have, the third act's the biggest in the game, yeah. And after that, people have sort of gone, yeah, I am done with it. Right. And a lot of people have gone. Like it drops from from being a common to an ultra rare. It's it. it just a lot of people aren't finishing the game because because of that. That third act is very long. It's very uh, draining within your thought process and trying to figure out what's going on and, and what's happening and, and everything that that's, that's goes on in that third act. When you get to the fourth act, you do need to take a break. You've got to sort of sit back and go, yeah, I'm done for a day and then get back into it. Whereas a lot of people are just going, you know what, I'm done. And that, <laughs> that's <sighs> it. But... I I cannot praise it enough. It is visually stunning. the The gameplay is good. It's easy. It makes you think. It sounds brilliant. the uh, The BTS are quite frightening uh, when they come in, especially if you're on a car, in a car or a motorbike or something, blasting through the through through the landscape, and then suddenly you hit BT and you know everything freezes you get dragged off the bike by these things crawling out of the ground and you've got to try and get away it, it's it's just really well done oh. okay. and plus i got to deliver packages in the santa hat <laughs> over the christmas break because that was one of
0: the things i added to it <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome how, do, do you do you know uh how many hours you've put into the game so far uh
1: Probably up around the seventy mark
0: yeah right
1: okay. and to to finish it yep. it took me i think forty eight hours to finish forty eight
0: yeah okay okay uh so did did you play um Red Dead redemption two yes Can, is there in terms of um game feeling like a chore? From that perspective, is there a comparison between the two that you could make, you think? Uh, you know what? Yes. Yeah? Okay. The, that section
1: in uh, in Red Dead where you get down towards the bottom of the map
0: uh-huh. and
1: it kind of just feels like fetch quest after fetch quest. Uh-huh. Before uh, Before you jump on the boat, you end up on the other island and then you come back it's old enough people it's no spoilers <laughs> it's uh, unless you're playing on pc sorry <laughs> that that sort of section is in death stranding there's this this little part where look i won't i won't spoil it but it's i think either act 4 or 5 where there is a bit of a oh, really another one of these missions. Uh, okay, oh, and you have that, but it only asks. It only lasts for about two, maybe three hours worth of gameplay. Okay, but it it kind of it puts a very big twist on how you've been playing the game for so long. You've then got to change how you play it for those few hours. Uh-huh. And it's and that sort of feels a bit tedious. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But once you go back to how you were playing it previously, uh-huh. everything starts to flow again. you know. And the map's huge. Uh, the online there's, there's an online component to it. Yep. But one thing that Hideo's done, he has taken the ability to troll completely out of the online interaction. Okay. So everything online is positive-based. So mm-hmm. people within the community who are playing it, who are other porters, you don't actually see them in the game with you. Mm-hmm. But they can leave uh, signs of encouragement, signs of warning. They can help rebuild the road network within your game. Huh. So they, you know, there's sections along where you've got to rebuild the roads, and you need, you know, uh, resources for that. So you add to it as you find the resources, and other people in other instances add those resources as well, and you all build the road together. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so there's, there's that sort of online thing and you'll be, you know, you, you sort of go and I, I'm one of these people that like to go the not-so-beaten track on mm-hmm. games mm-hmm. and you'll be, you'll be running along, you know, up in the, oh, I don't need, really need to go that way but that looks like a cool path mm-hmm. and you'll get there and you'll find someone else has already been there because there's a ladder, there's a rope, there's a warning sign to say, you know, that there's BTs in this area or there's time fall in this area. And it's just it's it's a really good interaction that you have without interacting, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, right, right, right. So, you see. so when you say you go into a section and you see a ladder, is it a ladder that someone's just left there, or is it uh, yeah, yeah, so in so terms yeah, of someone's can, left it to actually help you out? Yeah, well, they've
1: they've used it themselves to help them get up yep. a certain area or to cross a ravine or something like that. Yep. And they and it just gets left there, right? So you come across it and you can give it a like and say, "Oh, this is brilliantly placed. I need to get across that side as well." Oh, so, so you can we, give feedback use... to the player who's left it there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so and it's awesome. all just done by likes, you know. Yeah, it's cool. it's very much a tongue in cheek look at society when you know people are fishing for likes. Yeah, yeah. But it's it works in the fact that you know it's only positive feedback that you can give.
0: Right, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. So there's all these little bits and pieces of the game that make it so much more than what so many people said it was.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. I, ugh, you're making me want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is an investment, though. It is yeah. an investment in time
1: and it is an investment in brain power.
0: Yeah, it it might... um, That's why I was uh, sort of making the comparison with with, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 because Mm -hmm. my experience with Red Dead was I got the game when it released, I played a little bit and I was like, yeah, okay, this is cool, but uh, I I was playing... um, assassin's creed odyssey at the time and i Mm -hmm. found that way more interesting so i put it down i put red dead down for a while and i was like i'll just play it when you know when i want to play it it's a single player game i don't need to be invested in it right now right um and i played it uh i think the the start of 2018 19 whatever year it was um and uh yeah, that, that's when I, I I got hooked, and uh, yeah, I couldn't stop playing. I finished the game, and uh, but, but it wasn't, you know, I, I I missed the train when it, you know, it was getting a lot of buzz. I played it a few yeah. months later, but I, I still enjoyed the crap out of it. Right, so um, I'm thinking that's what it's going to be like with uh, with Death Stranding as well. Um, but yeah, I, d- I definitely want to give it a crack. It's just, yeah, I feel like uh, I wouldn't be giving it the, the the time or attention it deserves if I play it right now, I think. I,
1: I honestly think that, you know, give it give it a few more months later this year, it'll be a PS Plus game.
0: Yeah, I kind of thought about and, that as well, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, once it... Because I think after 12 months, it's going to be eligible to go to PC and, okay, you know, play, PlayStation will do another, hey, you know, have a crack at it now because it's going to be free with your PS Plus, so...
0: Mm
1: -hmm. that uh, that's that's what i reckon Uh. and it's it's weird you know it's probably one of hideo's most out there games yeah and let's be honest the man's a genius but he's also borderline psychotic (laughs) and this this is the game that i was actually able to follow metal gear most of his metal gear stuff i have no idea what was going on yeah but I could actually follow this game. Yeah, okay. And it, and it made sense and it wraps up so well. Okay. It's just, it's it's all, it's a really good game to play. It's just people have to get over that stigma and start looking into more and more of what is actually happening.
0: Mm, that That's a good point to bring up because that's one of the things that worried me, um, the kind of storytelling. Am I going <clears> to <throat> understand what's going on? Am I, I going to be as lost as if I was playing a Metal Gear game? So... <laughs> yeah that's uh that's good that's it is. Don't, encouraging don't get
1: me wrong it is a head it is a head scratch yep and you do need to take notice of uh you know cut scenes and yep radio chatter things like that okay but it's it's well worth it
0: okay ah, oh, yeah definitely making me want to play it <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome all right anything else you want to bring up before we move on
1: no mate, I'm I'm interested to hear what you've been uh, you've been doing in the Sims.
0: Oh mate. Um so I've it, it's a game that I exclusively play on stream. Um mm-hmm. I picked it up uh, I think I got it for Christmas the year it came out on PS4. I was very excited to play the Sims again. I've not played Sims uh probably since The Sims 2, I think. Um okay, yeah. and uh, I was like, "Yep, yeah, I'm I'm very excited to play this and I played it pretty heavily for a few weeks and then put it down since i haven't played it it, it's probably been two years now um and uh we were raising money for 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 charity for for the bushfire crisis that we we're experiencing at the moment and um -hmm. i thought the sims uh would make a a good game and uh it was a blast so what i've done is i'm basically creating um characters sims based on members of uh the the community um, mm-hmm. so it's me I have a husband um, the angriest Scotsman who's been a guest on the show in the past um, <laughs> so he's my husband but I've made it so that uh, he could get pregnant <laughs> so, oh, okay. and then we have another member of the community who's, my, who's, who's our son so we started the game with those three characters I wanted to make more yep. but I was just spending too much time creating characters so I thought look We'll make babies. Every time we have a baby, <laughs> it'll be named after uh, a member of the community. <laughs> so we, we, we started doing that and uh, it's it's crazy. Um, it's basically, if you've played The Sims, you you kind of know what it's like. You're basically running someone's life. Um, and if you have multiple characters, you have to control them all and make sure they you fulfill all their needs. They've got to go to the toilet and eat and go to work and have fun all that sort of stuff and it's been crazy and i think uh we neglected our son quite a bit um he's he's going through the angsty stages of uh <laughs> his, his teenage years there and uh, i don't think we're paying an, uh, enough attention to him uh but uh i did get my husband pregnant and uh he he popped out uh twins so that was exciting, <laughs> but yeah. um, it's it's got quite a few um, glitches here and there, but no, nothing nothing too big that it's you know game breaking or anything like that. But the main one that I found is there's a few things that I will do, and uh, it'll ask me to do again as if I didn't do it. So uh, certain actions I'm taking in the game, I'll be like, okay, so I've mm-hmm. told my sim to. Wash the dishes or whatever, and then they just... Oh, oh sorry. A, a, a more appropriate example would be I call for a certain service. So I, um you go through your phone and you hire a maid to clean your house. So I did that, mm-hmm. and then it comes up again saying, "Hey, do you want to do you want to hire a service?" And I'm like, "I just, I just did that. Obviously, that didn't work for whatever reason. So I'm gonna have to do it again. So I do it again." Um and then when my husband had his two babies, it didn't tell me that we were having twins, by the way. Um, so it goes Yeah, pretty much. But it it's uh it's asking me to name the kid. And I'm like, okay. So we named it after Peaches, who's who's uh who was one of the viewers. Um and then uh, I go, okay, cool. And then it pops up again and it goes, name your baby. And I'm like, I just did that. And because I had that glitch previously, I thought it was just asking me to name the same kid again. So I called the kid Peaches (laughs) again. And then after I'd done that, that's when I realized we had two kids sitting in the house (laughs) and they're both called Peaches. (laughs) And it doesn't, as far as I know, I tried so hard to find a way and people were trying to help me as well to rename one of the kids. And as far as I know, it's impossible while they're a baby so it looks like we're going to have to wait until they grow up a little bit and then you can go into a yep. certain menu and then change the name of the sim which is a bit of a pain because yeah. we have yeah. two babies named exactly the same and there's no way of being able to tell who's who so yeah, it's it's been interesting but, but a lot of fun, it's a lot of fun It's a, it's a very good game to uh play with uh with viewers on stream it's been it's been a blast um it's definitely that that uh, that element of um having the community uh, play along with you and have certain interactions uh it's definitely made it a, a lot more fun that's for sure oh it's awesome right yeah yeah um, and then uh, i already spoke quite a bit about uh, pokemon mystery dungeon which uh, i played the demo of um, i still haven't quite finished the demo it's it's bigger than i thought it would be uh, but a good thing about it is uh, once you've played the demo if you buy the full game uh, your save file carries over so you don't have to start again um, so yeah it, demo should do that what's that sorry more more demos should do that. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think Nintendo's been doing that sort of thing uh, for for quite a while, which is good. It'll be either that, either you can bring your save file, or if it's uh, you know the demo starts you in the middle of the game, um, it'll give you some sort of bonus if you've played the demo if you buy the full game. Awesome. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm definitely all for that. I, I definitely think it's a great idea because sometimes it'll be a matter of. I'm playing the demo because I want to know if I'm going to like the game. And uh, a good example was, um, oh, actually, that—that's—I uh, don't think that—that uh, that applies. But uh, Dragon Quest Builders Two, which has got quite a big demo where you can build a whole lot of stuff and you basically start the story. But I think in that game you could um, continue on from your demo. It's just that I played the demo on the PlayStation Four and then played the mm-hmm. full game on Switch. <laughs> So I couldn't carry more. Yeah, Uh, but I'm pretty sure you could do that. Uh, But yeah, it's it's a very sort of cutesy game, as I mentioned before. Um, Very simple. Uh, You move uh, on a on a grid basis, and you're basically starting your own rescue team. So you can name your your character and your companion, and then basically after you save that first Pokemon, uh, you have a chat about hey, maybe we should start our own rescue company. And uh, yeah, you, you sort of move into a house together and wait for people to to call you and go, Hey, I need help rescuing my friend in this dungeon, come help us. And you basically become uh, the Pokemon A team, <laughs> pretty much, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um, so yeah, it's 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 nothing, nothing serious, of course, it's it's very childish, but uh it's been fun it's uh yeah it, I'm, I'm i'm most likely going to pick up the game um the the thing that puts me off a little bit is uh, i'll have that sort of conception of it's a remake of the game so it's uh you know it's it's a game that has come out previously and if it's full price um it kind of puts me off a little bit uh but in this case it's uh it, it's been done from the ground up right it looks nothing yeah. like a game boy events game or a nintendo ds game Um uh, it's yeah just like um uh link's awakening it is done from the ground up so it's completely new it's just the same mechanics of course um yeah. the same story i think there's a, a few bonuses in there as well compared to the original versions um uh, yeah it's it's uh it's pretty cool i mean it especially since you can play the demo and like I said it's um it's pretty big it's not one of those five ten minute demo that uh, doesn't give you really give you a feel for for the game uh you def- definitely get a feel for what the game is about um being that it it's it's the start of the game you're literally playing what will be in the full version so um yeah it's it's good I definitely recommend giving it a try if you do have a switch and see if it's your thing i imagine it, it's not going to be for everyone of course uh but yeah it's uh it's been a lot of fun I'm, I'm gonna finish it off and most likely we'll be picking up the full version um but yeah the the, the big thing for me is um like i said it doesn't require a lot of attention so it, it'll be a game that um maybe i'll be watching netflix with the wife or something like that and just playing at the same time that sort of thing so yeah We'll see how we that's go. a good idea. Yeah, not long to, to go. It does release uh, in just a couple of months. I love yep. those those Fallout 4 drops. I love them. When the game's just announced and then comes out a couple of months later. Yep. So good. They're always a, a good thing. Oh yeah, by the way,
1: you've only got to wait. Yeah, eight weeks.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, reduces potential for for delays because obviously they must be pretty ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's good and that's pretty much all i've played this week um so we're, we're probably going to wrap up the show now but uh it has been a lot of fun man thank you very much again for for joining me today pat that's uh it's no, been a blast thanks man for
1: the, thanks for the invite mate it's uh it's always fun to do this sort of stuff so
0: yeah come along not a problem at all so uh please remind the, the listeners there well what's uh, what's the best way to keep up with uh, what you guys are doing
1: uh, so the podcast is our weekly podcast. We're still on uh, a bit of a break at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be coming back in February. Uh, so the podcast is the Aussie Gamers Experience, or our website is theagexp.com. dot com. Awesome. T h e a so g e x p dot com
0: perfect uh these that's, uh, that's got links to everything oh over there. perfect yeah i was gonna say so yeah. that's the best way to that's, find
1: got, all that. that's got links to our socials yep. uh our youtube our, we it's got our facebook on there but i'll be honest we don't do a lot of facebook uh, facebook stuff anymore uh, yep. facebook's dying in in that respect yeah uh but yeah everything else is all through there beautiful
0: sounds good make sure you get on there um and uh for us of course we've got a whole bunch of ways you can uh find out what we're up to the best way to keep up with uh schedules for streams that sort of thing what's going on with us will be on uh on on twitter i was going to say twitch which is not the case on twitter so our handles are all uh button mash pod so that's what it is on Twitter on there. You you can uh, also email us your feedback, good or bad. That's at buttonmashpod at gmail.com. We also have a website where you can find the links to all those things, which is www.buttonmashpod.com. Uh we are also on Facebook, but uh yeah, same as you. <laughs> we don't really do too much on Facebook. Uh but if you do want to find us on there, it is uh the Buttonmash podcast on there um and as mentioned previously uh, we i do stream um a couple of times a week sometimes 3 times a week our channel is www.twitch.tv/buttonmashpod um also on instagram as well uh but yeah many ways to to keep up with what we're doing uh, but Pat, thank you again for for being on here, and thank you listeners for for listening to the show for your support uh, every week. Um, but uh, that's going to wrap up the show for this week. Have a great week! Awesome, mate. Thanks a lot.